1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Castilla Corner. My name is Ruben and I'm here today with Radium. How are you doing, Radium?
0: I'm doing well, man. How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm fine too. Um, we've both been a little bit sick, so uh, it's been a while since um, the last pod. We don't have Chris or Sam here today, it's just uh, the two of us. But uh, we've got a lot to talk about because um, not only has it been a while since uh, the last pod, but... Castilla have been winning uh, over the last few games. So um, things are looking good for Castilla, no? Yeah,
0: yeah. Three wins in a row. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Today's game is also awesome. four, actually. I, I is think it, it four? It's
1: four? I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at... Um, I have this site, resultadosfootball.com. And it says right. we won now. Well, we can just say... <laughs> first of all, we can say today's game was against San Fernando. Castilla won 2-0, and according to this site, we also beat Pontevedra 1-0, Celta B 2-1, and uh, Deportivo 1-0. Uh, so that's, um, mm. and I actually think we had a couple of draws before that as well. So a very nice um, uh, streak without a loss, um, yeah. and we thought yeah. that we, we'll just see where it goes today, how much we talk about the game, how much we talk about the season in general, but... Um, Let's start with the game. Um, today was um, against uh, San Fernando, uh, 2-0. Um, what do you think about the match?
0: I think uh, Arribas is the best player in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about so many players that missed out uh, in the World Cup squads, but you know, mm. no one mentioned uh, Arribas, you know? Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I know it's uh, kind of joking, but uh, I yeah. mean, I. I We've seen so many players, we are biased of course, but we've seen so many players going with Barcelona after getting just a few uh, call-ups, 17-year-olds, many teenagers going, you know, starting um, with Barcelona a few games and then boom, into the Spain squad. Sometimes I wonder how good are the Real Madrid academy players, like for example, Arribas. If he was given the chance at Barcelona or at Real Madrid, um, and impressing, like, I'm sure he would do. Who knows? Who knows what would have happened?
0: I mean, yeah, like, if you look at um, Spain's attack, it's, like, it's good, but it's not, like, really insanely good. So mm. I think that um, Arias would have done wonders for, for Spain. Like, obviously, he's a, bit, he's a bit young and he doesn't have experience, but yeah, he's a very good player. Like, today, he just, like, he puts the team on the back, on his back yeah. so many times. It's just, it's phenomenal.
1: Mm. And one thing that I've always paid attention to with uh, Aribas and something that I've been curious to see if he could do it at a higher level as well, at the senior level, which he is doing now, uh, which is that he scores goals and uh, gets assists. And um, I think I've said this a number of times that the difference between a technical attacking player who just looks good and a top, top quality Talent is the one who can produce goals and assists. And Arribas, I mean, he's um, yeah, he's just phenomenal in all ways. And if you watch him play, it's impossible not to get impressed.
0: Oh, definitely. Like his game is way beyond his age. Like mm-hmm. I look at him, I don't see an inexperienced player that has never like that has really played um, at the senior level. I, I look at him and I'm like, wow, okay, this guy, he could be a really good player for a really good team and he just needs to like he needs a chance to show that you know
1: yes yes and yeah. uh he's uh <laughs> he's playing at a level which is uh, far too easy for him but uh it it's fun to watch him him uh, just be brilliant for week after week and he he does get get playing time so I'm not as negative as the others are but um um today he started um in kind of a uh, can, can we say it as a second striker role or something a uh, role played with five at the back and then uh, Mario Martin Alvaro Martin and Carlos Dottor in midfield with Arribas uh, just behind Adar Rodriguez and um, what do you think of what do you think is, is Arribas's best role is it behind the striker on the wing or deeper or what do you think
0: I think it's like when he um, when he's just playing just behind the striker, but he has like freedom to operate where, whenever he wants. Like mm-hmm. today, when you looked at his game, he, he was drifting to the to the right so many times, and I think that's really important for him because he's he thrives on the wings as well. And if he has a space, if he has the freedom to roam around and create chances for teammates, I think he'd do like a great job. Yeah, like anywhere, but like this role specifically, I think it's perfect for him.
1: Yes, I agree, I agree. And uh, I like how he combines with uh, his teammates, and uh, he did especially for the first goal with Carlos uh, Dotor, with a nice assist to Arribas, who gets around the goalkeeper and uh, uh, gets his goal. And this is another example, the first goal, where he goes around the keeper. Good example of how he's also a good, calm finisher, not just a creator, he can also score the goals.
0: Yep. I mean, like, uh, you know, when he received the ball, the, the defender actually tackled him, and he was off balance, and he still managed to run the keeper. It was mm. pretty, pretty impressive, to be honest.
1: Yes, he and um, I think now he has, could it be? I think Fabrica Madrid writes he has um seven goals and three assists this season, and uh, I mean he could have had many more. <laughs> he sometimes actually has been. A little bit wasteful going against what I just said with his good finishing, but uh, he he does get to a lot of chances and almost got his hat trick today had it not been for a um, uh, great tackle for from um, one of the defenders on San Fernando. But we also have to talk about his second goal. That was oh can you just describe the second goal for those who didn't watch it? It's
0: incredible. The second goal was probably the like one of the better goals I've seen since I started watching Castilla. Like. Mm. the build up not just the shot not just the final play the build up as a whole was insane like uh i think federico got the ball on the wing and he like he was under so much pressure but he managed to switch it to the left and then like the team just passed the ball around so well it got it got to aribas and Arribas just unleashed like an insane shot from 25 yards i i, yeah. I i've said insane like five times but i don't know any word so.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the, what was most impressive is how how much he manages to curl it. Uh, how much can you say how much curl? How do you say it? How much spin he gets on the yeah, ball? I
0: think, yeah, yeah, like, and, like, uh, uh, yeah.
1: It reminds just, me a little. Reminds me a little bit of um, this is a very specific uh, goal, but I remember. Um, Payet, Dimitri Payet for West Ham. He scored one free kick, which just went up in the air and dipped immediately. And (laughs) just incredible height. And this was very similar, far away, and uh, yeah, he can do everything.
0: He can do everything. He's he's like I don't have any words for him. And the last time I appeared on a on a Castilla corner, uh, he had a brilliant game. And now Hmm. I think I should just appear in every single Castilla corner. (laughs) <laughs> he just keeps having really good games whenever I'm on. Yeah, <laughs> but well does he
1: does he ever play badly? I mean, he's uh, sometimes he's of course at a, another level, and sometimes he's maybe seven out of ten or something. But he, he's always good. So I mean, it's um, he's definitely our our best player and our most important player. But uh, yeah, it's um. We're going to end up not having enough words to, to describe him towards the end, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't blame, like, I, I can't blame us for not having words to describe him. Like, um, I I, th- I think, like, he's had a few, like, off games when, when the team's not performing well in general. I don't think mm-hmm. he's, like, been, you know, he, he doesn't, like, he, he he's not seen as much when the team itself is not playing well, but, like. Overall, obviously, like he's by far the best player of this team.
1: Yeah, and it will be uh, interesting to see now. He will get a lot of time uh, with Carlo Ancelotti, I assume. Um, I saw that Vallejo has cut his, um, his uh, holiday short to train with Castilla. So I assume then that the first team is not uh, training right now. But I guess they will be um, in not too long. And Arribas, and I, I'll just assume that he and the other many of the other Garcia players will get to show their qualities every day for Carlo Ancel- Ancelotti. So, I mean, let's see. I don't have any hopes. I know that Ancelotti's managing style is to prioritize the first team members first, and I, I think that's actually a, a decent strategy. Um, but, uh, yeah, next season, Arribas should have very good opportunities too to get into the first team squad.
0: Yeah, I mean, like if like the strategy is working for him, but like at the same time, if you have a player like uh, Arribas on your like on the on Kassi team, like in like especially in this season where there's so many games and so like s- such a packed schedule, I think mm. Arribas should be used in the second half of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, and who knows? I mean,
1: uh, if all of the players uh, we sent to the World Cup. Like Benzema come back injured, um, which is actually uh, there's a good, op- good possibility that we get a lot of players injured during the World Cup. Well, then mm-hmm. maybe the best Castilla players will have to step up. And um, with the way we're playing now, it's um, it's looking good that we have a few good options. And uh, I wanna um, I'm not sure which player would be the next natural talking point. But I want to, I just want to go straight to Alvaro Rodriguez. Because for me, this is a guy who is just he's improving all the time and um, he's got so many qualities which is appreciated in the modern game. He is quick and he's good uh, with the ball. But his main strength is his height, his physicality. Uh, he's winning so many duels, even at this level where he is maybe one of the youngest players. And, um, yeah, he's always creating dangerous situations, uh, getting into... uh, uh, Yeah, uh, getting on the end of uh, good shots. So, um, what do you think, Alvaro Rodriguez? He's actually now uh, putting Igor Bravo on the bench. So, uh, says a lot about his start, no?
0: Yeah, I mean, he had a pretty good game today as well. Um, Mm. I think... uh, when I first watched him play, I wasn't as impressed as I am now because right, like in that game, I don't think he was involved as much as he would like, as I would want him to. But mm. now he's like, um, he's been on the ball. Like he, he's, even if things are not working for him, at least like he's on the ball, he's trying to do things. Mm. Even if he loses the ball sometimes, which is like, which happened quite a bit today for some reason. But like, even then I think that he's, he's improving a lot. And I think, He's really important for this team now like his physicality like you said and his aerial ability is like he had a he had a header uh, in the second half it looked like yeah. a free header but he was actually marked by one or two players <laughs> he is so tall it just like doesn't matter who is covering him like he...
1: yeah no he's he's uh, and he's uh, he's always a handful for any center i think it was the last game we watched uh, God mentioned that last weekend there was no Castilla game, so that's one of the reasons we didn't record. But I think the last game they played, he faced a very, very small center back. He w- he was impossible for him to to handle uh, Alvaro, and um, he should have had a uh, couple of penalties. And uh, he is one of the players who just can get fouled all the time without getting um, uh, anything from the ref uh, because he's just so tall. But uh, now, and he also. Can you help me out? Didn't he? Alvar was called up for the first team. Did he get? He didn't get any minutes, no.
0: No, I don't think he did. No,
1: but he was called up to the um, to sit on the bench. So I think so. I I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure he was called up. So don't you think that's um that's a
0: good sign for him, right? That's uh, a pretty good sign, yeah, for sure. Like he's playing more minutes now under uh, Raul, and he's get, he's getting a call up to the the senior team. Arribas didn't get a call for the senior team, so I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, it could
1: be just because of the, the yeah. number of the midfielders. I mean, it's going to be tough with uh, even uh, Dani Ceballos is uh, struggling to get minutes in midfield. So to expect Arribas to jump ahead is a bit too much, I think. But for Alvaro, um, second part of the season could be could be interesting. But what I find interesting, and what do you think about this? As I mentioned. Iker Bravo, he's. I think he's just on loan from Bar but he's. Most people consider him a, a signing. He was. He was that he was bought because they managed to get a pretty low, um, like um, clause to sign him. So so much hype around him when he arrived, and now he's. He's just simply been put on the bench because Alvaro Rodriguez is playing better. What do you think about this situation?
0: I think it shows that like. I'm not, like, obviously, I haven't seen much of uh, EK Bravo. I didn't watch uh, a few games. But, um, like, it doesn't... I think to Raul, it doesn't matter, like, how big, like, how, quote-unquote, big a player is, like, where he's coming from or how talented he is. It just depends on how good he's playing for the Mm. team or in training. And that's a good sign. Like, he wouldn't start anyone that doesn't, like, doesn't deserve to start over someone else who's been playing better. So, I think that's good.
1: Do, do you think that... Um, what is the best policy when it comes to Castilla? Because, let's say, for example, Vinicius Tobias. Let's say... he, he Well, actually, he didn't start the season that that well. And uh, could have been put on the bench, for example, if Alex Jiménez was uh, was coming in and, and playing better. Um, maybe that's a bad example, because Alex Jiménez is also good uh, talent, but don't you think a part of the job for Casillas' coach is to give minutes to the most promising talents and give them time? And isn't it a little bit uh, concerning that such a big talent as Ike Bravo is not getting minutes or minutes? Or should Raul just completely ignore that and just focus on the the team?
0: I mean, no, I think it's like uh, like... For sure, like, I think players should get minutes, should get second chances and stuff. But if a player like a lot of Rodriguez, who's been playing better after every single game, can't really, like, you know, I mean, you can probably, like, play uh, Iker Bravo for a couple of games and see how well he does to get mm. the rhythm as well. But if if Rodrigo Rodriguez is playing that well, I don't think he's he deserves to get benched either. So it's, no. a, it's a headache for Raul.
1: Yeah, it is a headache. It's a good headache to have. But, uh, oh, yeah, I sure. mean, Ike Bravo is uh, here on loan for two seasons. It uh, should be mentioned that he seems to get minutes in um, the youth league, at least. And he does well there. So maybe it's just he just needs to be uh, patient. But, uh, I mean, Raúl did try to play both of them uh, and <laughs> worked Not too good. So maybe with more time, that system could have worked as well. But yeah, I just, right now, I just, I actually like Alvaro Rodriguez better, to be honest, and from what I've seen. So I guess Raul does the same. But whether his potential is at the same level as Icar Bravos, that's
0: another thing to be discussed, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's totally different. I think like there are many players that are like that have more potential than the players that actually play. But they're mm. just, like, not, you know... I think it's, like, the mindset is also important and how their training is also important. So I think that's, like, everything comes into play when yeah, because, uh, you're in a situation like that.
1: Yeah, because, for example, uh, Alvaro Leiva, who was signed uh, this summer, very talented uh, dribbler on the wing, not just doesn't get minutes at all. Bruno, Bruno Iglesias has started a few games, but he... He is his first year at Castilla, so it's um, that's not a surprise that he's not getting that many minutes. But uh, yeah, I, I just looked through the Castilla squad now. There's a lot of promising players, and uh, some of them, <laughs> like Pablo Ramon, for example, is not a guaranteed starter. So we have a we have a good squad now. And um, as you say, it's a it's a headache, but at the same time, it's um, it's a good sign for for Raúl. And maybe this is what we need to finally get this promotion, which we we dream of.
0: No oh, yeah. I think we're now like because they are now fourth in the table, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good sign. Like if you if, if the team hasn't lost a single game in like what, four, six, seven games. Mm. And they're playing well, they have uh like you know, they have players that they constantly deliver when it matters. I think it's a it's a pretty good sign that things are going well for the team and hopefully they get the promotion for sure.
1: Yeah, and also what I like is that um, we've talked a lot on the Castilla Corner about uh, Castilla's mixed home and away form, that it's also a big difference, always a big difference between home and away for Castilla. But when I look at the, um, the table now, uh, well, okay, there is a difference. <laughs> there is a difference. <laughs> but, but at the same time, they are both in the home and away table. They are fourth in both. Aren't they? Or it's just no. I'm, I'm just looking wrong. <laughs> forget everything I said. Forget everything I said. It's just because they are always better at home. Um, still better at home. Uh, <laughs> it was just this uh, website tricking me. Um, so after seven games, because they have 17 points at home. And after five games, they have seven points away. Oh, so, yeah, so <laughs> still, uh, still a big <laughs> that's difference. So good. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess a little bit of an improvement um, lately, um, but uh, fourth now, as you say, with uh, five points up to Cordoba, who are uh, leading the table, and of course, always a danger that the teams behind will catch up, and uh, still just 12 games played, but um, or 13 maybe now. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess uh, it's a long way to go, but um, things are looking good for Castilla, and one of the reasons I just want to uh, pitch an idea to you, idea to you here that uh, one of the reasons I think the season has turned around, and maybe it's not this simple as I'm going to put it, but Raul suddenly started to use Alvaro Martin uh, in the starting lineup. And I've seen that since he made this shift, he put one more midfielder into the team. There has been more balance to the team, more stability. And remember, during the start of the season, we were conceding goals all the time and also set pieces, but not only that, just conceding chances every minute, it seems. But now Alvaro Martin has come into the team. And I don't know about you, but he he doesn't like, he's not the one who shines the most. But do you think that maybe adding another midfielder to the team has been important for the balance of the team?
0: For sure. I think. I was actually going to talk about this because I think uh, Alvaro Martin is, even though he doesn't get talked about much, I think he's one of the best players that, on the team right now. Mm. Like mm. based on form alone, obviously. Yes. He's like he's been. How put would you on describe him
1: for those who don't know him?
0: So I mean, he's like a he's a midfielder, but he can also play like on the wings as a makeshift mm. ma- as a makeshift winger and. Kind of like Valverde, but not as explosive and stuff. Obviously, like, really different stylistically.
1: Yes, but... he's got a good left foot and uh, also a good in tight spaces, I think. And uh, he's uh, had a few, uh, a couple of assists with, uh, because he t- takes set pieces sometimes. So uh, he is, um, I'm not sure if I can say similar to rebus but he, I mean, he's hes very calm on the ball and uh, works hard and just a very good player, as I said, to, to add into the mix.
0: Yeah, uh, I think like when he's on the ball and like you know the the like when he's on the ball, he, he feels a lot more like Arribas. Like he he moves like Arribas. He's mm. really like he's short, so it, like it helps him with like you know moving and turning the like uh, uh, quickly, obviously. Yes. And um, on the ball, he's really good. Like he almost scored today. He he chipped the keeper, but it got oh really yeah. Cleared. Yeah, he he's good, man. Like I I like him a lot. Like he played on the wings, and I didn't know he was a midfielder until Chris told me he was a midfielder. <laughs> mm. He's he's good. He's good. I like him. I like. Um, there's a lot more control now uh, when since uh, yeah. Martin has like joined the lineup, the team doesn't give the ball away that much, and whenever they do, it's like it's very like rare. Yes, but Martin is good enough to track back and help the defense as well. So
1: it's nice. It seems it's nice actually, yeah, it's nice to. I mean, it seems actually that he joined the team this uh, summer. I was about to say that I didn't really know who he was before uh, this season, but it, it seems like he played for Ducks Internacional de Madrid, and um, yeah, uh, and has also played at Real Madrid uh, earlier. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, been a very nice addition to the team, and uh, it does mean that a few promising players. Um, doesn't get as much, many minutes as maybe uh we want but uh yeah it's just good to see that Castilla is is a, is much more stable team now it's not as chaotic and um I feel now going into the games that yeah it's a proper team now and um that's not the same feeling I had towards the start of the season
0: uh for sure for sure um I think well I was expecting him to play as a winger today but then he was more central than he like he used yeah. to be in the in the first games and i, I saw that carlos Dottor, like he shifted to the wings quite a bit so he had to come like uh, martin had to come in to the midfield to you know mm. uh cover for him but he did everything well like i don't think he put a single foot wrong today
1: yeah i agree i agree um yeah um lot so another place we could talk about. Dottor, as you mentioned, very nice assists. He's always, always uh, giving us good performances. Uh, Peter Federico, wing back today, right wing back actually. That's uh, he was uh, an attacking wing back, so it was like a combination between a fullback and a, a winger. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I thought this was one of his better games. To be honest, I've been disappointed uh, of Peter lately. I, I just I just think he's the player who's uh, who's got more in him, and um, but today he was very lively and created chances, and it seemed like playing some kind of a wing back actually suited him. He sometimes he he got much more space than he usually does, and um, and uh, he could cut inside and shoot, and yeah, I thought it was a good performance from him today.
0: I think uh, I think he had a he had a. Like, he had one of his best performances of the season. Like, to, uh, I, like, just like you, I wasn't impressed with him at all. Like, he's been really inconsistent. And just, like, I, I don't know. He hasn't, like, been the same since, I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. But he just, like, his form dipped and it just never came back up. Mm, but, it now,
1: is, but, it, but it does get the minutes from Raul still. He rolled clearly trusts
0: him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think today he was pretty good. Like, yeah, uh, he created a, a few chances did you see that one chance where he cut inside and like split the defense, but took a really bad shot straight at the keeper with his right?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think
0: yeah. He deserved, like he, he should have scored there. Like he was completely open. He should have scored. Mm. But I mean, yeah. apart from that, I think like he had a good performance. He did a few things wrong, but I think I'm a bit too hard on him because I expect more from him than I do from some other Castillo players. But yeah. yeah.
1: And this is what, uh, what frustrates me about him that he, he's, He's got almost everything to, to be a good player. He's good one-on-one, quick. He's working hard. He's got a good shot when, uh, well, on his best day at least. And uh, <laughs> so it's just, um, I don't see how he he cannot become a, like a star player in this division at least. But yeah, hopefully this is uh, the start of something good. Um, also uh, Rafa Marin, another good performance uh Next to Alvaro Carillo this time, uh they seem to be the main partnership for Raul at centre back. Uh do you agree with that or do you think that Pablo Ramon is on par with Carillo? I did
0: like what I did like what Carillo did today. I mean he was also like he also made a few runs into the midfield and attack sometimes and mm. he was pretty good with the ball. Like I like obviously I like defenders that are really good with the ball and Carrillo impressed me in that sense. And he was good defensively obviously yes but yeah he he makes a good partnership with uh rafa Marín, and rafa Marín just he just never puts a foot wrong no really yeah but i haven't I've seen a bad yeah. performance from him in uh in a season like yeah. when i started watching him i was like okay this guy's good and i'm yes. okay I'm, I'm like okay okay this guy's really good
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i agree i've never seen him he never makes mistakes uh he's and he's uh, just a modern centre-back. He's very tall, strong, but also quick, good on the ball. And uh, this is a guy I think people should pay attention to because um, when I look at the squad, I just think he's one of the... Uh, way, uh, way back, I think, two or three years ago, we made this these power rankings for Castilla. We ranked the players from first to last who would, we would think would succeed. And I think if if we were to make another list... Rafa Marin would be very high on this you know when it comes to the probability of succeeding. I just don't see how don't see how he cannot become a you know starter in at least one of the top leagues in Europes, maybe not a national team player, but I just think he's his floor is very high if that's possible to say
0: yeah i think I think you could just say like he's a really solid defender mm. I think that's what describes him best like he's really solid like I don't see a weakness in his game. Even like even if when he goes up for corners, he's, he's usually like pretty active. Yeah. When it comes to corners, he scored a few as, as well. Yes. But yeah, I mean, is he he's he's pretty good, man. He's pretty good. And,
1: and next to Cario, they they're very quick as well, which is uh, very useful for Castilla today. That was uh, and that was uh, there were a couple of funny players I, I noticed today on the San Fernando because Castilla were playing with a high line, so San Fernando were able to uh, get a lot of good counter. Uh, attacking opportunities did Mm. you notice i don't know have you played fifa uh for a few years back yeah i have do you remember biabiani (laughs) do you remember this name who biabiani maybe he's too old school i don't Mm. know but he was um I think who is his, Bia Bian is this? I don't know. Oh yeah, his, I do. I think
0: he was really like he was really fast, wasn't he? Yes,
1: <laughs> I think he had like 97 <laughs> pace or something. Yeah, yeah. He actually played against us today, San Fernando. I, I I noticed that the commentators said his name, and I thought, no, surely can't be him. But yes, it actually was. <laughs> wow. So uh, I, I he so we played against him, and uh, he still he was still quick. And uh, another player who was brought on um, after a while was Juanmi. Callejon, the brother of Jose Callejon, who of course played for Real Madrid. Um, Juan Callejon also was in our academy, but yeah, that was uh, so that's that's also part of the fun with covering Castilla. That sometimes you get to see players that you had totally forgotten about.
0: Yeah, Biabiani. I haven't heard that name in a while, man. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> He's looking just a, at a FIFA right player, now, I guess. Yeah, yeah, probably. He played for Inter as well. In, oh yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Who did he play for? Biabiani. Jonathan he played for, Biabiani.
0: Inter, he played for Sampdoria, Parma. Mostly, like, Italian teams.
1: Yes, I see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I spent at San Fernando for a couple of years, actually. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's always fun to to see these uh, players. Do you know Jose Callejon? Didn't he just make a move? Do you know Jose Callejon. I'm not too sure. Let me see. He, he was one of my favorite players. I actually have uh his jersey from 11 12 i have with Jose Cajon number 21 on the back so uh i was a big oh. fan of him his, he plays for Granada now so uh, yeah yeah Granada. yeah
0: yeah um i remember when he when he like when him and higuain both moved to napoli in the same oh
1: place. yeah mm yeah mm. another favorite of mine i um i was actually about to buy uh, higuain's jersey uh, that summer when I bought ha- uh, Cajon's jersey, but I, I was sure that Higuain would leave and that Cajon would stay, and uh, so I ended up picking uh, Cajon. But, um, yeah. Uh, Realm i have had some some players over the, over the years that were good enough. Well, they were very good subs, two good subs, but not maybe good enough to be starters, and I guess those two were, were uh, examples of that.
0: Yeah. I didn't, like, I'm I, Obviously, I knew it at the time, but looking back, I think we, l- like, let a lot of players go in the some 13 Like, Ozil left as well. Uh, mm. Higuain, Kaihan, pretty Di Maria. Like, he, Di Maria left the
1: season after that, didn't he? Yes, the 2014, f- 14, after the Desmo.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm. I loved those I was really sad when Ozil left. He was, yes, yes. One of my favorite players of all time. He
1: is. I remember uh, the fans were so pissed that when the bail was presented, uh, they were singing uh, Osil's name. And there's a picture of Florentino hushing the fans <laughs> <laughs> because uh, he knows that Özil is uh, is leaving. And uh, well, in hindsight, it was a good decision for Real Madrid because Osil did didn't, yeah, perform for for many years after that. But uh, uh, yeah. One of the players who was so popular at Tremblid. Yeah, yeah. Um, who, um, who do you think uh, in this Castilla squad could be like a potential fan favorite? Maybe maybe not like... I mean, Arribas is a clear example. But do we have anyone who could make a surprise? Um uh i mean call up to the first team and uh then becoming popular like Lucas Vasquez for example he was a backup for Castilla suddenly now he's uh, been an important part of the team for many years do we have someone who you, you think could maybe surprise and become a, a part of the first team for a few years even though it's not uh, it's
0: not a given hmm i mean okay so he like here's my proposition basically i, I i'd say Rafa Marin is one of the one of the players that could possibly become at least a role player for Real Madrid, but at yeah. the same time it depends on the depth. Like we right now we have Militao Rudiger, and Alaba playing yeah. for the same positions, right? So it yes. would be kind of like tough for Rafa Marín to get into that uh, de- defense right now, mm. especially totally even have...
1: come back uh, after a couple of years on loan, for example.
0: I mean yeah, for sure. I mean uh if if you know if the situation changes a little bit because Alaba is not like exactly a young defender, is he? No. So I think in a few years maybe if he wants to return as a as a squad rotation player, then yeah, I mean Rafa Marin would absolutely be loved by by Real Madrid fans because he's just he's very good at every single game. I haven't seen a bad performance from yes, him. Yes,
1: I agree. I agree. Um I think actually one of the players who I just I just see maybe being a surprise addition to the first team Carlos Dotor I mean he's just he's not that brilliant uh, but he's I could just see him getting into the first team and then staying as a backup maybe impressing uh, the coach year after year uh, accepting uh, uh, a rotational role and yeah I think he's one of the players who could just suddenly Find himself in the first team and stay for a few years. There's always always someone who who gets that role.
0: Yeah, Dudhor like definitely has the potential to play for Real Madrid, not as a not as a starter, but like as a as a backup. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I just don't, I don't know. Like I, I I know he's been like very good this season, um, but like I just don't know. I I don't think he's. a... It, it's, it's gonna sound really weird after he gave that assist, but I don't think he's that good of a passer in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be could be with what um, separates him from
0: yeah from becoming really, really good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean he's he's overall he's like he's a solid midfielder, but like I think his passing would let him down a little would let the team down a little bit and obviously he has other qualities that would help the team for sure. But I just yeah. like I, I don't know. I put I, I'd put Rafa Marin a bit higher up than I'd put...
1: Yes, know. yes, so. for sure. I, I'm not saying that Dottore is my favorite, but uh, it just uh, I just see him kind of, yeah. Uh, he could be one of the players who is... Because, for example, Rafa Marin, I just think he's too good to stay as a backup. I, I, I would, it would surprise me if he ends up getting that role. So, yeah. That hmm. is always um, interesting to speculate. But uh, do we have anything more from the game? Um We've gone away a little bit away from the from the game, but do we have anything more to to add?
0: We could talk about uh, Rafael Obrador, like yes, Obrador,
1: yes. Started yeah, he... suddenly on the on the left back, uh, and Obrador, I think he, didn't he start the first game or the first two games at left back, and then he was just dropped uh, for a while.
0: I think so. I think I saw his name once or twice i'm not sure i didn't watch the i did not watch the first games but i did yes. see his name pop up but i mean today he, he was, was good today he was good today yeah for sure he's so fast <laughs> yes <laughs> did you see that like i think um ramir fabrica posted it on the on their twitter he got the ball and he just like blitzed past the entire defense like yes just like that and yes it was i remember wild yeah and
1: uh, just created the whole chance uh, by himself. So, yeah, yeah he, he's, uh, he's uh, been a player who... Yeah, because I see the first game he played 89 minutes uh, against Linense. And then in the second game, I see that he played 45 minutes. And I'm pretty sure he was taken off because I think he made a mistake. I think it, it was a set-piece goal we conceded or something. And he was the the one who mm. made the mistake. And, and since then, he has almost played nothing. Um, And Raul has, for example, played Marvel at left back, even though he's more of a centre-back profile. Um, And uh, he's had a few different uh, variations. But do you think now maybe Obrador could be getting back to regular minutes?
0: I hope he does, because he impressed me quite a bit today. And even though Marvel is, like, he's he's a good defender, he's a good centre-back, but I don't know, I put at left back if i was old yeah he's good he's good he's good yeah
1: just 18 years old as you know as well i thought he was a bit older but uh yeah it means that he's got a time to to improve as well
0: he's two years younger than me damn okay
1: yeah um uh yeah apart from that vinicius tobias he's injured no
0: yeah i think he was injured not sure uh, Pablo Ramon
1: was not here. Oh, what what happens when there's uh, two weeks between games? It seems like there's just uh, months have gone by. Did, did uh, <laughs> Pablo Ramon get a red card, or am I messing this up now? Um,
0: um, I don't why, does think he, he...
1: why didn't he not play today? Was he injured or something? Did something happened to him, I thought. Um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, anyway, if it to be as I guess, is... Uh, is injured, and uh, Raúl. that's why Raul had to shift a little bit uh, at the back. But uh, yeah, as we spoke about, we have good coverage, so it's, um, it should be okay. Something that I noticed just now going into <laughs> Round official site. Have you heard about um, Rafael, Llorente? Rafael Llorente? Did we,
0: did we, uh, we Rafael sign Llorente.
1: him? Did we sign him? I, I've never seen him before, but he... Seems like he's a new signing, actually. He he suddenly appeared on the on the Real Madrid.com website uh, on the Castilla Ew, section.
0: He's mm. Never heard of him. Same, yeah, I've
1: never heard of him. Same, same. That's so weird. But what's you know because um, you know following Castilla, there's always rumors and stuff, but there's never an official announcement of signings. Never an official announcement of uh, contract renewals or players leaving. I guess they can't do it because there are so many players leaving and coming each uh, summer. But, uh, yeah, uh, I just wanted to hear if you had heard of them.
0: No, I haven't. I haven't. No, no. Um, One thing I wanted to say. Yeah? Um. So, basically, I know you mentioned, like, five at the back, right? But I think, it, mm-hmm. like, it was flexible enough to shift into a four at the back whenever, like for example when Rafa Marin and Marvel would be center backs and mm-hmm. Carrillo would play as a makeshift right back there was there mm-hmm. were times when he just moved forward on the wing and linked up with uh, Federico um i think i think it was a really good system like you could yeah. probably turn it into a 4-2-3-1 a 5-2-1-2 whatever you want it's just like it's very it's, flexible it's, system yeah very flexible yeah so just something i wanted to speak before we wrap this up i guess
1: yeah i, I like those kind of systems where you have players like Pier federico and uh, carillo who couldn't who could just in a just by a role telling them okay now we shift to this formation now we go forward the back forward the back it's uh it makes it much easier for us to to do these tactical changes because for example today i saw that uh, we were uh, sitting a little bit lower towards the end, and then Peter could come a little bit deeper. Let's say that we were one down. Yeah, just push Peter forward and play Carlos right back. So, yeah, I agree. I I like that system. I think also Marvel could have the same role on the other side. So we have a few flexible center backs and, and also
0: wing backs. Yeah, for sure. I think we, the attack was really, like... it. it it was more focused on the right wing than it usually is. Yeah. Because you you have uh, Aribas going to the right. You have uh, Peter Federico playing on the right. You also have um, Alvaro Martín shifting to the right. Mm. So there's so mm. many players that were just involved on the right wing. You didn't see that much happening on the left wing, at least in the first half. That yes. was, I just thought that was something worth noticing. Because yeah, it happens on the left for the first team. Hmm. Mm,
1: I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's and, and of course, wherever Aribas plays, the ball will go. Yeah. So uh, that's a natural, um, yeah, decision. Um, just wanted to, we always talk a little bit off topic. Uh, towards the end, do you are you planning on watching a lot from uh, the World Cup?
0: This has been oh, a lot of discussion. Sure. Of course. I'm so excited. I I I was gonna watch today's game, but then I saw that. Castilla are gonna play, so I would oh, not yeah. really watch. Oh, so you baseball.
1: actually you prioritized Castilla over the World Cup? That's uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah definitely dedication. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I tweeted it. Uh, I think I mean I, I'd rather watch Arribas play than than the teams that were actually playing. Yeah, yeah. playing right now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm gonna probably watch a lot of teams. Um, Brazil, obviously, Brazil are mm. pretty good. I I always watch Germany. Because I started watching Germany before I started watching Real Madrid, actually.
1: Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, you like... have a soft spot for Germany.
0: Yeah. I mean, I started watching football in 2009, I think. Yeah. And I, I, wa- I watched Germany in the World Cup, and then I started watching Real Madrid after that. Okay. So, that yeah. was uh, what
1: almost started the football for you.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, what else? I think I, I, I'm going to watch Croatia as well. Croatia –
1: Oh, Croatia! Yeah. That
0: that was yeah. that
1: will always be my priority. If I could choose for Modric to win anything, that will be my decision. If, if, definitely. I mean, definitely. imagine Modric lifting the World Cup trophy. Oof, that would be insane. years It
0: would like it. It would actually bring tears to my eyes. Because, like, I, <laughs> yes. Last time he was so close. He was so, so close yeah. to like lifting it, man. And
1: then, mm. yeah. I mean, at least he was uh, getting the Ballon d'Or uh, the same year.
0: Yeah, oh, I mean that's well, a, the following. Yeah, hmm. I mean I think I I think he'd prefer winning the World Cup,
1: but yeah, 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 for sure. But I mean winning the Ballon d'Or it sets you apart, and uh, I guess he would have been even more secured of the Ballon d'Or if he had won. Oh yeah, for sure as well. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, I I guess yeah, it's uh it's a shame that he didn't win, but uh just getting to the final with Croatia that's uh just a crazy. That's beautiful. So um I think Which I'll see a lot watch. of. This is what this was uh, what I was going to talk about. Is and it's we we're not going to be able to bond over the World Cup because I'm actually thinking not to to watch it because of all the controversy and uh, I'm not sure if it's this a uh, the same talk. This does this get as much much attention in other countries as in Norway? Because in Norway there's a lot of talk about boycotting the tournament because of what's happening to the workers and and everything. So I'm not sure if that's just in Norway, or if it's uh, all other countries as well?
0: I mean, it could be in different countries, but I haven't seen it personally here. No, okay. Hmm. I mean, I there might have been something, but I, have, I haven't like paid attention to it. Because, yeah, no, like, just, I, yeah, yeah. I just like I've, I've I've missed the World Cup. I I genuinely wanted it to happen in the uh, in the summer.
1: Yeah, yeah, because.
0: Yeah, yeah. Then it wouldn't have been like you know there there wouldn't have been so many injuries. There wouldn't have been so many like such a packed schedule for mm. so many players. Like it would have been but better I, if it
1: yeah yeah for, for the summer of course. But I do think uh I, I agree. I think the um, what comes after could be ugly. It could be ugly for the clubs because of all the injuries and the players will be so tired going straight into the second half of the season and. With a World Cup in their legs, that could be a nightmare scenario for the coaches. But if we just want to look at the quality of the World Cup, I mean, players should be in better shape than ever, no? Because uh, in previous years, they would play the World Cup after completing a whole season. And now they should be in their... I mean, should be in top form, no? Uh, At the same time, they've had a lot of games and... um, uh, we see a lot of injuries, so maybe it's not as simple as that. But uh, yeah. I would think that maybe uh, playing in the middle of the season would increase the um, uh, quality of the
0: World Cup. Maybe. I mean, it definitely could. It could definitely also go the other direction and have so many injured players. Yeah, <laughs> like you said. <laughs> I mean, Do you I know think that's... there will be
1: five subs at the tournament.
0: I, I think so. I mean, there should be. <laughs> yeah, should be. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think uh, when silver lining of Benzema not being in the France team is like he'd get the he, he'd he get the rest that he needs to recover for the second yeah. season, the second half of the season yes and he's been
1: yeah. a, a while, out for a while and we, when he gets back to the to Real Madrid's first game he will have been many weeks out so I guess you can't say that ah uh, he will get some rest at least but yeah
0: yeah Cruz is also not going to the World Cup so I think that's that helps a lot because he's been a, one of our best players Mm. and uh, Mendy is
1: not going and um, who was uh, writing about this A solid guy having a list of uh, um, the players Of so because Real Madrid have a lot of players who are not uh, going of course but uh, uh, yeah Lunin Lucas Vasquez, Nacho Alaba Mendy Ceballos Cross Arriba Sique Bravo Mariano Benzema uh, and also uh, Jesus Vallejo so it's a, it's a, if. All goes uh, as bad as we, our worst nightmares when it comes to injuries. We have a, a decent, decent backup team. How how do you think this team would would do in La Liga? Um, Lunin, I- Lucas <laughs> Vasquez, Nacho Alaba, Mendy, Ceballos, Cross, Arribas, Ike Bravo, Mariano, Benzema. Throw in Luke, <laughs> Jesus Vallejo as well.
0: What do you think? <laughs> that attack is He's <laughs> <laughs> giving me nightmares. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. Arribas feeding Mariano, Benzema, Ike Bravo trying his best on the wing.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mariano would just like take shots from 30 yards and do the best.
1: <laughs> Mariano, it's uh, it's funny sometimes when um, uh, Real Madrid TV are showing uh, other stuff. I don't know what I was watching last time. Maybe it was the last game of Real Madrid um before the break. In the in the during the halves they showed. Uh, An old game where Mariano scored, um, and it's easy to forget he was a monster for Castilla. He was incredible. I think he scored thirty goals or something. The one of the now now that sounds that sounds too much. But he he was he was he was just a beast. I remember him. He he was fantastic. So and then went to France with Lyon, scored twenty goals there, um, and then came back. And now he he doesn't anything with the minutes he, he gets, at least when it comes to goals, but yeah, maybe it's a little bit underrated. I do think when he, if he had gotten some minutes, uh, regular minutes at a, another club, he should have scored a, a decent amount of goals.
0: Yeah, I mean, he should have gone to Sevilla. Like, Real Madrid yeah. just came in and they were like, yeah, we, we have the right to sign him back, mm. so we will, just, just because of that.
1: And Mistake! I don't know why
0: yeah, that was a big mistake because now he's just sitting on the bench. He's not going anywhere, and he's just like shitting, you
1: know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess he's uh, he's just a third option at striker, so I guess he's not doing that much harm other than getting, I guess, a way too high salary. So 29 yeah. years now, I see, and um, he's last year, I guess. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think he scored 15 goals in the 13-14 season. Yeah. Um, and I think before that, it was. No, I was three goals in 20 games. He's <laughs> um, pretty young to, at that time.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to find this season where he, he was so good. Wasn't that 15, 16? 15, 16,
0: yeah. 15. Oh, he actually did score. Oh, 20, 25 goals. 27 Oof. goals, yeah.
1: That's uh, fantastic. 27 goals for Castilla. That's. Um, Sam Sharp is very good when it comes to this stuff. He, he must be high up there uh, when it comes to the, the Castilla players with the most goals in the single seasons.
0: Yeah, I mean, ha- what happened to
1: him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened? I don't know. 27 goals and also 13 yellow cards in the 32 games. That's also impressive.
0: <laughs> I, did not, I did not see that. <laughs> 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 That's insane.
1: Yeah, let's hope that the, the injuries don't—the injury situation doesn't become that bad that we have to start with the lineup I mentioned. But uh, yeah, we—you um, will have to report to me what happens because I will—I will probably not watch too much of the World Cup. But uh, yeah, this was all for today, for Castilla, I think um, we—we've covered most of it. No.
0: Yeah, pretty long episode.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. So uh, yeah, we'll be trying to get back uh, next week as well um but uh, this was all for today thanks to everyone for listening and uh, as always until next time a la madrid